all right everybody this is our first video um uh, we're going to be going over building and trusting a plan uh which to me is the biggest thing that you could do in your trading career most people they're trading off these squiggly emas um these macd's all these indicators um even if you're trading the strat um you need to have a plan you need to know when you're going to trade um like for example like for myself i normally don't trade mondays mondays statistically speaking are my worst days so i try to stay away from mondays let the market open up see what they're going to do that's a part of my plan right so one of the first things about building a plan is you need to understand yourself emotionally what type of trader are you what type of risk tolerance do you have um and i think once you understand yourself you can start building out a solid plan like for example with myself i am a terrible terrible day trader terrible day trader but i'm a solid swing trader and that's because i'm a very patient individual um what about you luis what, what do you think about that i mean i feel the same exact way i feel that um there's definitely opportunities in day trading um and once you know you get more advanced and, mm -hmm. and you know how to execute you can definitely make money off of that but i definitely feel the same exact way as as far as when i swing trade i definitely do a lot better um and you know it's a lot easier to trade whenever you're swinging once you learn how to swing correctly mm -hmm. yeah like i i always like tell people like there's a time and a place to take a day trade um i and i i don't feel like that's every day i i really don't feel like that's every day you don't know if they're really gonna chop us up and and keep us in a in a range and give us an inside day or inside four double inside fours you know what i'm saying um we don't know if we're gonna get that quick pop in the morning and, and then things hit a broadening formation and come back down right like so there, there's there's so many like smaller things with like day trading that can go wrong especially with like not getting time on your contract um that's something that luis had to like really really like drill into my head like you need to get time on your contracts time 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 which is something that we both ended up learning from alpha pack trades um time is the the key piece and that's what helps me stay confident in my play right i agree with you uh i mean when you say that there's there's a time and place to trade or to to execute i definitely feel that because when you say they traders should not trade every day what came to mind is that even if you're making money on some days where the market does move in your direction, mm -hmm. um, those days that they shop it up and then there's no movement or or whatever the case might be, then you're just going to be giving money back because you mm -hmm. want to be trading every day. Exactly. And that's a problem with that mentality of, of the day trader that they use. They want to have something to trade every day and stocks um, are not going to move, you know, how we want them to move every single day. Mm hmm that's that's the beauty of swinging because when you're swinging even if it goes down a, a day or two or whatever since you got time then you just get a two two revive back in your direction and then you're good to go yes sir you're right onto your play and then you just keep on going from there um but when you got a day trade 
especially if it's a zero day, then, you know, then you don't got time to recover from those type of, you know, um, turns against you. So, mm. um, Luis, what was a, uh, what was like a pivotal uh, or like not pivotal? What was a key component for you, uh, when it comes to building your plan? Like, what is something that you realize, um, when building out your plan that was like, this, this is that, this is that thing. I mean, I feel like the most important part was, you know, not adding too much dip on my ship because I was jumping into place with, you know, a lot of bread, um, in, in proportion to my account size. So, mm -hmm. um, and what would happen is that I would just jump into like a lot of place with a lot of, a lot of money. Like you said, I felt, um, back when I started, once Monday came, I felt like I had to take a trade. Like I had to position mm -hmm. myself. If I had made money from the previous week or the, whatever the case was, I already wanted to reposition all that money, all that capital into something else to turn it into more. And that's a problem because like, like you said, every day is not going to be that opportunity day. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. they might do something that you don't want to see on Monday or whatever, but then, you know, the recovery on Tuesday from Tuesday to, through Friday or whatever the case might be is what you want to jump into. Exactly. So, but, you know, just noticing that you can just get a starter position, you know, and that's something like you said too, that we, that I learned in alpha pack and we both learned in alpha pack, mm -hmm. um, you know, scaling into your play rather than what the opposite, which is why the majority of people do, which is put their full position right away jump into the trade and then scale out of it you know scaling out there's nothing wrong with it into you know with taking profit along the way but you should you should not just throw all your money you know your your full um your full amount the full amount that you're willing to spend into a trade mm -hmm. you know as soon as you get into it because you want to confirm that it goes in your direction and then mm -hmm. when it does you know keep on adding to it because mm -hmm. the main thing about that is that you want to make sure that you're adding to winners and not losers. Mm. You know, you want to make sure that you keep your, your wins big and your losses small. And if you're jumping into every trade with the same amount, let's say whatever the amount might be, let's say $1,000, and you, you're throwing the full $1,000 that is going to be your full position size into every trade, mm -hmm. you're risking the same amount on every trade. So the same way that you can make some money on some, you're going to lose it on, on some others. And that's why a lot of people... You know, they they settle for that 30% because they used to think, oh, I'm gonna have this 30% um win, and I mean it's gonna keep my stop loss at 15% or whatever, or 10%, yeah. you know, and take a million trades in a year. <laughs> yeah. So oh. that's the problem with that. We want to make sure that you know we position ourselves into trades that that will let us know that we can add more capital and we'll give us the confidence to add more capital into them and then make those wins bigger than the, than our losses, mm -hmm. you know. It's, it's you know straight math there's you you know it's probability it's very, you know, that's it. probability that's it mm -hmm. you know if if you're throwing the same amount into every trade that's that's not going to work out the same exact way yeah no way um of course luck comes into play every now and then and you know you might hit a fucking banger of a trade but you know it's not like like i said before it's not every day you're going to get that type of movement that you want um but something that I like to uh, think about when, uh, not when, but something I think about in my plan a lot is actually market sentiment. So like something like this week where we actually have uh, things in the market 
that can give us a volatile move like we have a c is a cpi or a ppi tomorrow right right it's one of them FOMC, FOMC on on wednesday exactly so fomc on wednesday so part of my plan this week was to stay put until wednesday because when wednesday comes right um we're gonna get all that news we're gonna see what they're gonna be doing with inflation right and from there we're going to be able to judge what they're going to be doing with the market so that's when i'm actually going to use like a weekly or a zero day if i'm playing spy or spx um to kind of capitalize on that movement but that's part of my plan i don't day trade every day but i have to capitalize on the opportunity when it's there so that's something that's very very important that's something that i like to do um so something i do want to talk about is a lot of people ask like yo sin like how, how do you stay confident um in in trading and and you know like you're you're swinging for all these for long amount of time and they're going to be pulled back and and all this stuff and i just sit back and like laugh because like i've learned so much knowledge from alpha pack trades and for me creating my plan off of all of their you know thesis is that has gave me so much confidence because it's like rinse and repeat right and and i'm not going to talk about all the thesis is because you know if you want to go learn that you go to alpha pack trace for that but <laughs> right so i i can't i can't be giving away the game like that but um so so i kind of see it as like a cycle because like if you leave your emotions and 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 all these external factors that can that can make you hop out of a trade right and you throw that into your plan if you're planning for things like that your confidence is going to be there when that happens right i'll give you a good example i got into pbr which is one of alpha pack special right there love that stock right i got in on some leaps 2024 contracts uh about a week and a half ago literally when it hit the low of the year right and my whole plan was to be in that trade six seven months so Luis, do we know that there's going to be pullbacks and big gap downs and stuff like that absolutely 100 percent. but it's part of the plan right because if we have that mindset like oh like i'm gonna sell this six seven months from now and i have the time and 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 everything else that we've learned why why am i going to be emotional like like i don't i don't care like i i already know where the play is gonna go because i bought it at the low so i already know where it's gonna go next year right so i'm chilling right and right now we're experiencing the pullback in in pbr it still isn't as low as when i when i bought in my contracts were like 0 0.85 0 0.90 contracts are sitting at like 120 130 right now um and they topped out at about 210 uh 2.10 so like could i have taken profit right there yeah but i already know the greater return that i'm gonna have months from now it's gonna be stupid yeah it's the bigger picture man so i'm not gonna keep on hopping in and out of trades because that's definitely a way to bleed your account out 100 percent. you think you caught the top of something right I've seen people do it. They got months on their contract. They think they caught the top of something and then it keeps on going and going and going. Nah, bro, I'm sticking to the plan. The plan got me. I let the charts do all the talking.
That's why I always told a lot of people buying time is buying peace of mind. You Yes, know, sir. that, like you said, buying time gives you that opportunity to actually sit and relax on the trade. And when Mm -hmm. you get up, you to add on to it, you add on to it. Um, and the other good thing about that too is that you get other opportunities while you're in the long play. So let's say PBR does drop. If you feel like you had a put up a short uh term put opportunity on PBR, you could take advantage of that short term volatility to the downside while you're still in the further out play because Exactly. you know the bigger scheme of things, it's still gonna, you know, let you profit from it six months from now, like you said. You know, um just keeping that in mind and you know um buying time is definitely a cheat code. Mm It's -hmm. a hundred Oh, percent cheat code that most people do not use. Because most people are attracted to that um, quick money, man. Mm to that quick money from the weeklies, you know, -hmm. to that to the extra percentage, but they're not noticing the risks that they're taking on by doing that, Yeah. you And, know. and that, that's what led me into the beginning of saying, like, there's a time and a place. There's always a time and a place to take a day trade, take a weekly or even like, you know, two weeks out on something. Um, I wasn't really paying attention to PBR too much because I was a little busy last week. But, yo, last week set up a good put opportunity that I could have swung into this week. And You I. get to that while Yeah. you're still on a long play and you're still in the 2024, so you can chill on and you know you're good for it. Yep. You know, that, that's the beauty of that. And the other thing that I was going to say, too, is that there's many other things that you can do, too. You could be buying up shares every time that PBR I did goes already. down and get that dividend payout as well. So it, it's not, it's about, you know, looking at it with a different eye. You know, most people see it with like with a scarcity mindset, and that's why they're hopping in and out of trades. Exactly, exactly. Um, so Luis, kind of like the the last part of this video I wanted to talk about, um, and you can kind of take it from here, but I want to talk about execution, right? Because I, I feel like that is, that goes hand in hand with, with everything, right? Like executing your plan and sticking to it. Can you give me like an example of you, you know, when you learn how to execute so well and how So, I mean, I, I mean, I, I believe it was just mistakes, man. You know, mistakes that I made along the way. You just got to notice, you know, where you made them and, and work on them so that you can improve on them. mm -hmm. So, what, you know, used to happen to me was that I had, you know, alpha pack leaders um, letting me know, like, telling me all the game, letting me know exactly what to do and giving me the, you know, the, basically, basically the, the, <laughs> The blueprint, everything bro. that I needed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everything Yeah. that I needed to, to succeed. And, you know. I, I even though I knew it, I was not putting it into action. And Mm -hmm. what would happen was that I would say that, you know, I'm gonna, you know, drop raw information and follow this um uh, this process and this script. I'm gonna do all of these things. And then when the day would show up, I would just go free ball and <laughs> Just go wild, right? <laughs> just go wild. And that never really worked. I mean, sometimes it works out in your favor because the you know, obviously the luck comes in. um and saves a day sometimes but luck is something that you cannot replicate every day and that's that's the problem Nah, you know that's a, that's a bar right there, bro. Mm so um once i noticed that you know and i started you know actually listening and not just knowing and learning all this information that i was taking in from the group but actually applying it and -hmm. actually Yeah. everything that everybody was telling me to do that's when everything started you know becoming more clear And, you know, working out in my favor Yeah. because 
you like we say always in the group you can't have strat you know what i mean like some people um they run into a strat and they find out about the strat but they think that just by learning the codes oh man um that's, <laughs> all, that's all they're gonna need and and that's it you know and we both know that's not the case there's much more that goes into it um and when you try to you know to to half asset you know to be honest you then it just doesn't work in your favor yeah. you know you put in the work that it takes to you know to get the result that you want to get bro and... there there's there's months and months of months of time that uh, i know myself has put in i know you put in like think about how many broadening formations you've drawn bro like <laughs> it's crazy i'm i'm still redrawing them still to this day still to this day i draw them on trading view i draw them on thinkorswim you know what i'm saying i i'll delete them all i'll redraw them see if i can find some better ones like yo like it, it it really comes with that that work and that time that you put in and and also having just great mentors and leaders like really showing you the way because like like i can i can talk for myself like i know i would not be here right now if it wasn't for fico resume will um cam legacy like everybody and everybody else in the pack like like Nikki, Monopoly, Goose, you, Luis, you know, like so, so many people, man. So many people. So shout out everybody, bro. Shout out to the pack, man. All right, everybody. Welcome to our next topic. Uh, we're going to pretty much merge two together. So we're going to talk about how to get rid of the get rich quick mentality and how to develop patience. Um, they're actually going to be separate videos, but we felt like putting them together um because they kind of go hand in hand so uh luis you want to start off with the get rich quick i mean yeah that the getting rid of that get rich quick mentality is really important um especially if you're gonna start learning how to swing because we gotta get off of that mentality that we're gonna get paid a certain amount every day mm -hmm. you know and when we make that we can still make that number you know let's say that you your number is 500 today or whatever case it might be to replace your job or whatever. Um, you could make $500 a day, but cash out every two weeks. Mm -hmm. And let's say that would be $2,500 a, a week. If you're counting just the trading days, yep. that would mean you're cashing out $5,000 every two weeks. That's still $500 a day, mm -hmm. you know? And that's what people need to realize you can still make that same amount of money without having to get into a trade and hop out of the trade every single day. Mm -hmm. You know, that get uh, rich quick mentality also makes you maybe buy a lot of weeklies, you know, because you think that they're going to make you a higher percentage return. But like I said earlier, you're also taking more risk, you know, so which is something that people need to realize when whenever we're taking um, some of these swings that we take, um, since we got time on our side, we have the confidence to put a lot more capital into those trades exactly. than some people do in some weeklies that, you know, they might see them drop, you know, and, and, and value really quick. Hey, so Luis, how many 1000% plays have you hit on a weekly contract versus swinging on monthlies? If I'm going to be honest with you, I feel like you can't you can't like compare you know what i'm saying like like you're gonna hit way more with monthlies yeah i've I've definitely hit way more for way more on on further out plays you know my actually uh highest return play was twitter 
Um, we got in it before Elon Musk announced that the they were oh, gonna that shows crazy. Company. And that was actually the the last runner on that hit forty one hundred percent or forty three hundred percent. So yeah, that that's pretty crazy. But um, I think I've hit definitely less uh thousand percent trades on weeklies. But I wouldn't say that from from my experience that it's been easier to mm -hmm. hit a thousand percent on monthlies. Mm -hmm. Um. Because um, when I first started, I was not putting a lot of money into into the trades that I was getting into. So gotcha. back then, since I was playing weeklies as well, um, a lot of those trades that I was putting small amounts into and I wasn't too worried about was where I was letting them get to uh, to that point more. Gotcha. Um, as I transitioned into swinging and I had to learn that process as well, um, then, you know, it took me a little bit of time to actually start hitting those thousand percent plays mm -hmm. and whatnot on further out plays. But once I did, I definitely, what I like the most about it is how calm you can be while you're doing it and yes. how less stressful it is you yep. know, when, when you're swinging it versus in a weekly that you know that yes, you're up a thousand percent, but the same way you're up a thousand percent in two, two minutes after <laughs> It could be 400% or whatever the case might be. You lose most of your profit in a split second because you got the Greeks against you, yeah. you know? Especially Whenever if you're using Robinhood. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You see that punt? Yeah. Mm. So whenever we, we're on these swings, then you know uh, from personal experience as well that sometimes, like, we might get a gap down on the play and our contract is still fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might have go that it might go down like five percent or whatever the case might be. Where if you look at the weeklies, that same drop, mm -hmm. it'll put your like straight to zero. Mm -hmm. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, and what else? Um, uh, would you like to you know point out when it comes to that topic? Um, I kind of just want to move back over, well, not back over, but move over to like how to develop patience. Um. That pretty much happened for me uh, when I put all the pieces to uh, my, like, all the pieces to the puzzle for my plan together. Um, because when I started, like, saying, like, oh, like, I'm going to look at this play, um, it's hitting all the criteria for my, uh, for my plan, and I'm going to be in this play for a month, right? The moment I said that, I'm chilling. I'm cooling, bro. Like, I... I let the stock do what it does because I know that my criteria, everything that I've learned from Alpha Pack has it, it, it has my play, right? Like I have the most confidence in my play. So I just kind of like let the game slow down and just let my play play out. Let the stocks do what they do. Let the play open up stocks. They, they, they broaden up, they broaden down, you know, that that's the, the nature of a stock in the stock market, right? So you're going to have, days where you have a gap down or, or a pullback but as long as you're sticking to your plan the patience is going to come with it and i think one of the hardest parts about patience is when you're up up on a play when you're <laughs> when when that play is smacking profit knowing when to take profit yeah yeah and and that also goes with your plan right like if i'm like yo like i'm gonna take profit at that broad formation like that's where i'm taking profit am i gonna leave a runner there well yeah i am let's see what the runner does you know what i'm saying but that's gonna be a part of my plan 
but yo i i've noticed in like my experience that that's been the hardest part bro like you're yo you're up like five six seven hundred percent and you're like oh man like i just want to take profit but i know that that play isn't done yet you know what i'm saying so that that's definitely been the the hard part with patience so it, it all circles back to your plan which um you sticking to your plan day in and day out is going to build your confidence and once you start having confidence and your plan is playing out you start smacking like crazy and then it's rinse and repeat rinse and repeat so that's not yeah i agree with that i mean i i feel like um at, at the beginning too when i first started trading um i would i would also struggle with that what would happen to me was that I would have a quote unquote plan. Um, and let's say I had a profit target. Um, and it would get to that to that price target. Mm -hmm. And instead of taking profit, I would get emotional and I would start thinking like it's, it's it goes back to that get rich quick mentality. I would start thinking like, damn, um, I could take profit on this at 300, 400, 500 percent whatever the case was, and leave a runner or two and let those two do whatever they do. But make sure that I secure the capital on my side because this was initially my plan to take profit at this point. Mm -hmm. But then I would think, damn, but if it keeps on going and it hits a thousand percent on 10 contracts, that would be so much better than just uh, on two. And then you start getting <laughs> off, you know, that when you start going off, uh, off track with your plan, that's when stuff just starts going sideways, yeah, you know. Because that's that's what a plan is what brings you consistency. Mm -hmm. Doing the same thing every time, no matter what, you gotta be a, a robot about it mm -hmm. almost. You know, because that, that's how you create results. If you um what would happen to me as well, for example, another thing is that that I was not consistent with when I first 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 started and I first joined Alphapack is that I, I also used to use EMAs, SMAs, and all that stuff. <laughs> um, that trash Mac, Mac <laughs> yeah you know i don't use none of that when you first joined the alphabet i remember you for you still used to use some of that stuff and you used to show yeah. me I used to be like yeah bro take it all off don't take some of it off oh it's hard you to take it off the like, screen oh, bro. I'm gonna leave this one and i'm gonna leave this one. i was like bro trust me when you when you just make the decision you take it all off and you go 100 percent of the strat it's gonna go work so much better because you're like you you got your you're you're halfway through the door yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. you don't want to make the full cross because you don't want you you're not you know when you're not sure still about you know what you know mm -hmm. um to be true then you don't want to take that leap of faith mm -hmm. you know it's kind of hard to take that first leap of faith but then when you do and you realize like once you see it you cannot see it i know yep can't it's go back bro that like you know, it just clicks one day, it just clicks, and you're like, damn, like, I was, I, yo, what, what was I doing? So yeah, like, <laughs> what, 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 was it, what took me so yeah, long to realize yeah. what was right in front of my face this whole time? Yes. And yeah, like, I was not consistent because I would use both, like, kind of like strategies that I had learned somewhere else and the strat and what everybody was teaching in Alpha Pack, you know, um, and I was kind of like in defense between both of them. So I was never consistent because some days I would follow the strat concepts and methodology, et cetera. And, and some days I would follow the other stuff. Mm -hmm. So when that would happen and that would create an inconsistency with, with everything, because you would, let's say, take an entry on a play using the strat combo, but then you see 
an EMA or an SMA or oh, the God. RSI or whatever that is going against you, and then you you're tempt you you know you're tempted to get out of the play, mm -hmm. you know, and that doesn't work. If you're gonna do one strategy, whatever choice that is for everybody, we don't tell anybody how to trade. We just tell them what we think is best for them. If you want to smash your head against the glass, that's all you, you know. We <laughs> we do we play our part by letting you know what, what we what we know. Yes, you know? Sir. You yes, put sir. that information as you wish. But you know, you can't you can like we spoke earlier, you can't have strat. You know, you gotta either, you know, stick to whatever strategy you wanna do and you've been, you know, doing or do what people that make real money do which is learn, the <laughs> learn the strat start buying time and start playing like institutions do not like you know those fake ass traders <laughs> like if you're doing what the rest of the world but 99 of people are doing out there what makes you think that you're gonna be like the one percent you yep. know, like mm -hmm. that never actually made sense to me once that's that was another thing that when it clicked, I was like, you know, everybody when I came into into trading, especially into options, because when I first started trading, I was just buying, you know, shares and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I did not really know what, what options was. Um and <laughs> the most common thing and 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 that I saw in, in trading was you know, indicators, you know, EMAs, SMAs volume um you know we use volume profile which we know is completely different but people normally people use these with regular volume mm -hmm. um by time and if everybody is using that but everybody is not successful in trading what does that tell you automatically you know it kind of doesn't make sense you know so when we start putting two and two together and then i run into a strat and then it just made sense because a strat is it's the truth, bro. Objective. Yeah. It's really objective. And, and sometimes it's harder to explain to people and harder for people to to learn it because mm -hmm. of that. Because when you're coming from um that, you know, uh traditional TA world and you're you've been struggling or mm -hmm. whatever the case was, then it's hard to see it as something as simple as it is because the strat, I don't see it as something that's really complicated. You know, um, once you learn it, it, it depends. I feel like it depends who you learn it from. A hundred percent. That goes for anything though. Yeah. That goes for anything because some people are just not as good teachers as others. When I heard FICO explain it in his course, mm -hmm. you know, shout out to FICO, and you should, you guys should definitely check out uh, his course if you haven't checked it out, but... Um, what is it called? Hold up. It, course, Al Alpha Way, Alpha Way? It's, it's called the Alpha Way. You, um, you guys can check it out on his IG, FICO Jordan. Um, but when when I watched, when I went through his course, like, it just made sense. You know, and that's after I had already been in Alpha Pack for some time, and I had already been in the Zoom calls basically every day for months mm -hmm. already. There was something about how he explained it, you know, one on one, um, in the course that that it just made sense, you know. And some people, um, they might have the knowledge, but they don't they don't know how to explain it as well. I'm guilty of that myself. Like I don't feel like I'm the best, best, best person to, I guess, grab somebody that doesn't know anything at all about options, you know, and give them the whole rundown because I feel like I use 
well, I give them too many too much information at once. And gotcha. the way he talks it up, you know, um, and this and just talks about it like you know, step by step and you know, part by part. I feel like you know, he breaks it down really, 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 really good, you know. So what what do you feel was your experience when it comes to that when you first joined the uh, uh, Alpha Pack or when you sort of first started joining this uh, learning the strat? Um, so when I first learned the strat, it was uh, what we call a uh, YouTube strat. Um, it was horrible. It was horrible because I feel like a lot of them preach. Um, I don't know the way that they they go over the strat. It kind of makes you feel like afraid to like trade it or like oh be be scared if like this happens and and don't do that and don't do this don't trade inside bars don't do that you know so those were like videos that i would come across and and um they they just sucked on like one of the videos i made was how to draw broadening formations because when i was trying to learn how to draw broadening formations there was no freaking videos on it it was just like one broadening formation that people would draw and like we all know that like when you draw all of them on the time frames, like you you have a clear picture as to where price is gonna go. You know what I'm saying? Like from one range to the other. And when you get caught up in just doing like one megaphone, like that's some BS. So um once I came across Alpha Pack, bro, it would it was a wrap. Because I I actually was learning the strat from people who like dove deep into the strat. Right? Like these were like these leaders of what is it six of them i believe or five or six of them um they 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 dove into the strat and and started learning all these different things from all these different experiences that they started having which made the strat level up and i was learning from these people and and bro you know me man i'm always asking questions always asking questions so the first three four months in alpha pack was just me learning writing things down in my notebook oh that's what he meant oh this is what he means with 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 the shooter hammer combo you know like all these little things and and then just piecing everything together bro it was it was it was a beautiful thing man and and from all of that turmoil that i went through before that and then seeing the light at the end of the tunnel made me a very confident individual because i know where my trades gonna go <laughs> i know where that i know where that thing's going so shout out to all the leaders once again i think we shouted them out like eight times right but it's never enough man they they all need their flowers so um that's gonna be the uh the end of this video i actually got another oh. i actually got another point that goes with this um okay. and go for it was the other thing that i wrote written down um it was actually about if we make a goal for whatever number um let's say you start with a hundred dollars and you're trying to make ten thousand dollars in your first mm -hmm. trading year um we were speaking that we were talking about the fact that if you don't get to that specific goal you mm -hmm. should still be thankful and grateful for whatever progress you make mm -hmm. you know you might get to a thousand dollars two thousand dollars three thousand five thousand dollars that's only half of your initial goal but five thousand dollars is a hell of a lot better than a hundred dollars absolutely so that's something that people need to realize you can't just be mad and ungrateful at, that you haven't gotten to the point that you wanted to get you know and not notice how far you you've come you yeah. know in the process and that's different for everybody um the journey is different for everybody we all like we spoke we have different things that we're all dealing with in our personal lives that might obstruct 
um, our trading journey. But, you know, we, we just need to keep in mind that we just got to fall in love with the process. Yeah, you know? that's important. Um, that, that's that is very important. You know, we got to enjoy it because, like, you know, we're not we're not doing this because it's fun and games, bro. <laughs> like, hey, there's, you know, there's right, a bigger so... there's a bigger uh, damn what's the word I'm looking for. Um, there's a bigger like purpose as to why we're doing all this, you right. know, right. like like my situation as a kid, bro, like we were all poor, bro, like barely had food. We lived in the projects now moving forward talking about like a generational thing like i don't want my kids to go through that you know what i'm saying like i don't want my family to go through that so i'm a i'm a grind now exactly 100 percent. you're you already know how i feel about that man like mm. you know um listening to myron golden um like you mentioned earlier he actually goes hard on that about how important it is to get rich quick and when he says that it kind of contradicts what we're talking about here. <laughs> but it's different, I, though. It's different, though. Exactly. That's why I'm going to go into it right now. Mm. When he speaks about it, he's talking about the fact that sometimes we live life like if we had forever to do things mm. and we 100% don't. We never know when something might happen, you know, mm. and the, the faster we get something done, the longer we get to enjoy it with our loved ones. Now, that is different than what we were talking about in trading because even if you want to get to a certain point fast, making irrational decisions to get there quicker than you should is going to, you know, come back to bike in the ass. But what Myron Golden is talking about is just taking the steps and doing everything. We were talking about how you stop gaming uh, mm -hmm. as much. I actually, when I watched that Myron Golden video, he was putting that hand in hand with distractions, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. um, because uh, uh, most people spend a lot of time watching TV shows, uh, gaming um, with uh, many different types of distractions, depending on the person. And if we have a specific goal um, to help our families or whatever the case might be, you need to be working on that goal every day. Yes, all day every day until you get to that point and then you mm -hmm. get to enjoy whatever you get to enjoy or you want to enjoy with your loved ones yeah you know you can't just sit around um like and just say and just hop into the into the computer on monday when when the market opens and expect every trade to go in your favor if you haven't mm -hmm. done no no due diligence and you haven't put in the time you know after hours to you do your due diligence before you get into a trade mm -hmm. you know we got to put in that time, man. We just got to make sure that that we get stuff done. You know, we don't got forever to get to 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 do anything in life. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, and, and one of like my like deeply rooted goals in life is to just help as many people as I can. And I know that sounds like very general, but like I I'm talking about like being for being there for people, you know, mentally or, or physically or, you know, teaching them financial literacy teaching them about about the strat teaching them in some way that i can help change their lives that that's one of my biggest purposes that that i am fulfilling all the time like you can ask Luis. i'm doing one-on-ones I'm, I'm doing mentorships i'm i'm on the phone with people like i'm texting right people now. i'm doing it right now you know like I, i'm that's one of like my biggest things man um because i know what it is to really like come from nothing and if I can 
give you a piece of information that could change your life like that's that's what i want to do so um all right so are we all good with this topic Luis? i think so i think we're good now all right so that's gonna be the end of this one all right everybody uh this is the second video of our uh of our course here and we're gonna be talking about how to deal with pressure and uh Luis is gonna lead it off all right, family. So when we talk about pressure, you know, I was speaking with Sin actually before starting to record all of this. Um, what we really wanted to talk about was external factors and other things that we might be dealing with in our lives, you know, that might affect uh, our trading and our decision making. Um, you know, our mental, you know, this is what this is. This whole thing is about, you know, it needs to be right before, you know, wanting to trade and, you know, and actually to be able to execute at a high level. So whenever uh, I know that myself, um, in my personal experience, um, when I started trading um, or getting really more serious about trading, um, I had a locksmithing job. And what ended up happening was that the all the pressure from that job, which was actually a 24-7 job, um, kept on piling up, up to a point where... Um, I just felt like I had to let it go. And I made the decision to just pursue uh, training, which is something that I was doing basically part-time, um, full-time. And um, I just told myself like that if I could just, you know, throw myself 100% at it, I could make it work. Um, but I didn't really plan that properly. That was a decision that I made off of the heat of the moment and um the reason why i ended up regarding that is because i wasn't prepared to make it and what i mean by that is that if i had enough savings once i made that decision to keep um my bills um and everything else at bay and and good while i pursued trading a hundred percent then you know it wouldn't have put that pressure on me um to perform at, an, at a level that i wasn't yet um and get results that i couldn't get consistently yet mm -hmm. um, so that took a you know i took a hit on my learning curve because of that um and what ended up happening was that i made a lot of bad decisions i made a lot of mistakes i lost a pretty good amount of money um just because i needed that money now to pay bills now exactly. That goes hand in hand with what we already spoke. Um, when I was trying to swing um, some place, even though I had time on them, I had a deadline to pay rent or to pay for the car or whatever the case was. And that would make me make irrational decisions, basically. Mm -hmm. So, and I feel like a lot of people can relate to that because um, when, if you do, if you make a decision like that, um, and you don't have something to fall back on. Um, and when I say that, I don't mean, I mean, money wise or, you know, uh, financially, um, then it's, it's not the best choice. Um, now um, that I actually have um, another source of income while I trade, then it helps me in my decision making because I don't need the money right now. Exactly. So I can use the, the money that I make from other sources to pay for my bills. And now I'm more relaxed and I can make better decisions about any opportunities that I might see in the market, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and I feel like, I feel that 
um you letting your plays play out now right you're going to be making way more money because you don't need that money right now and that also ties into the previous video because we talk about day trading versus swinging all the time time and place for day trading right when you're swinging with time um you could really cut a play too short because you need that money right now the play uh, maybe your plan was to take it up to here and it only got to here because you needed the money so uh, a 50 percent play a 70 percent play could have ended up being a 300 400 percent play but you were rushing because you needed that money right now so you're leaving a lot of bread on the table definitely tell me if i'm wrong another thing that used to happen to me as well um which happened to me a couple times not just one time was that i would be in a long play like you said um i would because you're thinking about getting the money right now mm -hmm. um i would be in that play and there would be some days during that swing where that play would be down so mm -hmm. you're looking at your account yep. you're looking at you know the pnl on that day and you're looking at other plays that other people are in from the group or and whatever they're smacking on them. Um, and we all know that we can't be in every play. So exactly. that, that's the first thing that we that, that we got to keep in mind. But when you see people making money on certain plays, when that specific day your swing is kind of taking a hit or maybe it's just chopping up and not doing anything, then you're you're tempted to do what I did, which was take profit on those plays too early and try to hop into a place that I hadn't analyzed and, uh, enough, like the one that I was already in. And just jumping into the straights, maybe losing money on some of them or whatever the case was. And then the next day or maybe during that same day, the play that I was initially in, that was a further out play would just start going off, you know. <laughs> next and day, gap up. <laughs> next day, gap up. And then you look at the contract. And yeah. let's say you made like a lot of times, some some of the times that I did that. I uh, um if I remember uh if I remember correctly I made money on the on the second trade that I took but when I looked at the difference of what I would have made on the the initial position from that like you said gap up the next day or whatever it, it was always more always. than what I ended up making taking the second trade mm -hmm. you know just from wanting that money right then and there if mm -hmm. I had just relaxed you know and you know stuck through uh, stuck through the process and you've seen it through i would have had way way more profit than what i ended up having mm -hmm. um something that uh actually you and and Fico taught me um that helped me out was i would actually play a little bit of video games i wouldn't like focus so much on the port i wouldn't focus so much on um the actual trade in the chart while like it's going in profit because like you just have that natural like urge to just be like oh like like that thing made me money i just i just want to you know get get a w on the day right be with everybody else everybody's smacking i want to show them like yeah like i'm smacking too you know so try to find like a healthy distraction um now i really don't play video games i i read a book well i don't read i listen to audiobooks uh, i write in my journal um you know listen to myron golden which is another one that you and, and fico put me on to you know to to just kind of just enhance my mentality you know that I, i'm trying to be the best version of myself across the board right i'll play video games every once in a while but it's not as much as it used to be like i used to be in a play and like on my other screen i'm gaming 
I'm gaming hard. <laughs> like, like me and Luis, we used to be playing Apex here and there. I know he used to be playing 2K and shit like that. So um, we've kind of moved on a little bit from that. But just trying to find like a healthy distraction. Go to the gym. Go get some exercise. Like, like just fill your day with other things and, and don't like fully, you know, hawk your position that's swinging. Because there's going to be times where, you know, you get a gap down and your position might be down a little bit. Or you might have been up on the position, you get a gap down, and now you're not up as much. And you you, you might just might just be like, fuck it. Like, that's it. The play's done. Like, I'm, I'm taking the bread. It might not. I had a play like Valet the other day that gapped down like 5% and then gapped up 5%. <laughs> like, the next, the day. next day. Yeah, the next day. Like, like straight up like that. Went from uh, about $17 down to 16 then gapped back up to 17 and went higher. Like, like next day that's called a tto people just in case you don't know welcome to the strat <laughs> hey but i mean that that is i feel like everybody that you know that starts to learn the strat is gonna have to deal with that mm -hmm. um and a lot another thing that i that i tell a lot of people when they start i believe i told you was just uh when you start swinging you need to stay away from the smaller time frames you know, like if you have two, three months out on a contract, you don't need to be looking at the five minute or the 15 minute or, no way, bro. Nope. you know, um, I would recommend you stay from the day and up, um, if you're swinging two, three months out, um, and that way you don't have to, when you're looking at a daily candle, first of all, you also got to keep in mind that the candle does not give you the full picture until the day is over. Mm -hmm. Right. So the candle might start like a shooter, but end up as a hammer. You know, recover end up as a hammer, and then that is where that gives you the full picture. Because mm. if you're looking at the shooter while the candle still hasn't closed during the day, then you might think, "Oh, this is going down." Or if you're looking at a hammer, uh, you you you're thinking the opposite. But if it ends as the as as a different scenario, you know, because of the second half of the day it pushed back in this in the opposite direction, then that's letting you know something. Yep. And you need to, you need to keep track of that. Some people just look at whatever's happening right then and there, and they're not looking at the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. That's be also a time from continuity. When you're looking at different time frames, you know what's happening in the bigger picture, and not just in that specific moment. And you that's know? the that's the power of the strat, bro. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um. So another uh aspect of um how to like deal with pressure, um, this is coming from like my like my experience where I was dealing with a huge financial uh, uh, issue with uh, with some family members. And, um, yo, it applied a shit ton of pressure to my situation. Um, so not only was I trading for myself, I was trading for other people. And um, it, the story goes a little bit deeper, but I don't want to really cut into it too deep. So what i ended up doing was i actually took like a full what was it i think like two or three week break from trading like no charts no nothing and what i ended up doing was i ended up confiding in luis and i ended up confiding in uh in mr check my resident and was explaining to them the whole situation that i was going through so i think like when you're dealing with a certain type of pressure having the right people around you can really make or break your situation because if i didn't confide in them i might have never took a break and i could have really fucked up because i would have been trading emotional 
I would have been trading with pressure and then I wouldn't have been really like sticking to my full plan because I had external forces that kind of like seeped into my plan and I wasn't seeing things clearly. So taking that step back, um, I believe I went on vacation around that time too. Um, That's when you went to France, right? I believe. Nah, wait, wasn't it, wasn't I on the cruise? Didn't I go on the cruise? Probably, I think, probably. yeah. I think you went on the cruise first, and then that's what afterwards you went to France. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, it was, a, it was like in September when I went on the cruise. Um, I was mad quiet in the pack. Like I wasn't, I wasn't showing up to any Zoom meetings, nothing. Um, and you know, just talking to you every day. And, uh, and, and I hopped on the Zoom with, uh, with resume and, um, just kind of spoke to him a little bit. Um, so ha having those types of people like in your life can really, uh, make or break your situation. And so when I was dealing with an immense amount of pressure, um, they kind of just like helped me out, helped me get my head right. And, you know, I appreciate you guys for real for that. Thank you. Man, you've also been there for me when I've needed you, man. So it's a two-way street, bro. I appreciate you as well. Yeah, got you, bro. Got you. So, and Luis be, be disappearing on us. <laughs> That's because I was using the, this screen as light and, and black on. so that's going to be the end of uh, video two. All right, everybody. This is our last and final video. Um, this topic, we're going to be covering matching your word with your action. And our boy Luis is going to lead it off. So go for it. What I want to start it off uh, with is, you know, putting in the time to study and learn um, what you want to achieve. Um, when I sometimes we describe that as sharpening the knife um, um, and also doing what you say you're going to do um, is what is something that gives you confidence in yourself. When you know that you tell yourself that you're going to do something and you get it done no matter what, no matter like, let's say, going to the gym. Whatever the, I mean, you tell yourself you're gonna go to the gym five days a week, and you do that no matter what happens, what comes up, you know that gets you confidence in yourself to get stuff done. Um, and when you start doing everything that needs to be done to achieve uh, a specific goal, then you're gonna have more confidence in that outcome because you did everything that it took to get to to get that result. Um, you know, um, if you do not. put in the the time to to learn the strap properly and to learn how to trade properly if you even put in those hours to drop our information and to chart um then you're not going to get the outcome that the people that are doing all those things are getting it just doesn't work that way it's it's you know hours and hours and hours and days and months of hard work to refine the process and It, like like even in the beginning the first video that we recorded when i was talking when we were talking about the plan right um in my plan for this week i said i'm not trading until wednesday yo did i want to trade today when i saw everything have a fail two down coming off the broadening formations yeah i wanted to trade bro i, I love shit like that but i didn't because it was part of my plan i gotta stick to my word here Was there an opportunity today for, for a day trade, maybe maybe a couple hour, you know, play or something like that? Yeah, there was 100%. But part of my plan, me sticking to my word, overpowers that, right? Because I know when Wednesday happens, when we have that FOMC, I'm a smack. I know that regardless, I'm a smack.
That's what it's about. So, and that that's in my plan. In my plan, I wrote down, I'm going to smack on Wednesday. <laughs> so, in capital letters. Yeah, bro. I'm going to smack on Wednesday. So, Monday and Tuesday are happening. And, and I don't feel any type of FOMO because it was in my plan. All my friends are smacking. Everyone's smacking. But it's okay. That's part of their plan. Part of my plan was different. And I got to stick to my word. Our word right. is all we got, bro. That's it. Your your yeah. word is is you. It makes up you. If 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 you say like like you just said, you're gonna go to the gym five days a week, right? And you only went three, I start questioning your word. I question who you are, right? So the most important part is that you question yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Questioning yourself yep. because you know deep like what I was gonna say, it, it simply comes down to that you can't be confident it's deep inside you know that you're not putting in what it takes mm -hmm. to get to get what you want to get mm -hmm. like if you know that you want to be a proficient trader if you know that you're not putting in the, the hours like i said to chart or to to learn whatever strategy uh works for you then it's just not gonna work out never you know just like anything you know that if you don't go to, like if you're you you have whatever body and you you have a goal to either lose weight or gain weight you know, you know that if you don't hit the gym or if you don't, let's say you want to gain weight, if you don't eat, you know, mm -hmm. and hit the gym, you're not going to gain weight, mm -hmm. you know. And if you're trying to lose weight, if you don't hit the gym and get your diet correct as well, as well then it's just not, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. It's not realistic. Mm -hmm. You're not doing what it takes to get that result. It's very, very simple. And some people sometimes like fade away off of that because I feel like we sometimes take it too easy on ourselves. Yeah. And we can't kind of like mentally avoid thinking and having those hard conversations with ourselves about like, you know, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. I said I was going to do this and I didn't get it done. Why didn't I get, I get it done? Mm -hmm. Maybe the answer is because I was lazy. Maybe the answer is because I was feeling some type of way about something that happened today. And I just let that be the, the, the escape goal, you know, like to not do whatever it is that I had to do. Mm -hmm. um, and in those cases, like I said, we just got to take a hard look in the mirror and then just have that hard conversation with yourself and notice why you did it, you know, and notice if that is what you really would like to do or if the person that you're trying to become would make that same decision. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something that I like to think about. I, I, I like to, um, you know, just meditate and think about, you know, like the ultimate me, the ultimate Lewis, what would that person, what would that decision, what would that uh decision would that person make you mm -hmm. know from like for like from like 20 years from now you know what would that person what would that person do in a situation like this mm -hmm. um something i do want to want to speak about in this topic is um always look at somebody like kobe bryant right where he had this goal to be literally the greatest basketball player of all time and how did he do that Luis? Bro, he was practicing early morning with a couple hours of sleep, right? Go home, rest, eat, recover a little bit, then go to practice, eat, sleep, recover, then go to the game at nighttime, and then after the game, put up shots, and then same cycle. So it was an everyday process of him sticking to his word, sticking to his plan. He was on a mission to be something, right? He had that goal in mind. And then you take a step back and, and, and you look at that dude's career. And, bro, how many rings did he have? What was it, five or six? Five or six, one of those? And, um, and bro, it, it's you understand why he's a GOAT, 
You know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing with you and your life. You want to be a GOAT? You want to be the greatest of all time at something? It comes with your plan, right? And it comes with you sticking to your word and following through with that plan. So I feel like all that stuff goes hand in hand. And um, needless to say, I feel like most people know this, but Kobe Bryant scored 60 points on his last game. So he went out giving his all. <laughs> Yo. I was All actually right. uh, watching a David Goggins video video earlier today. And he was mm -hmm. talking about that, um, about how, you know, Kobe did not cry. He did not, you know, like when, when whenever that last game happened, he just walked out of the court knowing that he gave it all he had. Yeah. And that's what that's part of what gives what gave him the confidence that he had, you know, because like you said, he was putting in so much time to take all those shots and 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 you know try to like basically relive every possible situation mm -hmm. a th thousands of times yep for when the moment came he so that he could he be ready. ready yep ready because he's he's already taken that same shot a thousand times before mm -hmm. and made it every time mm -hmm. before you know like if if you go he, i'm pretty sure he went into that into the court with the mentality of like you know i gotta make let's say 10,000 shots or whatever the case might be. And yeah. until he was done, it was not until I'm tired, nah. you know, or until it was until I get the 10,000 shots, whether it takes me two hours or six hours, I'm going to get that done. That's yeah. the mentality. Yeah. Have. And it's the same thing that goes for anything that goes for, like, like we mentioned the gym, um, for anything. If you tell yourself you're going to do something, you got to do it because if not, then you, you're going to start doubting yourself in everything because you don't have confidence and your ability to get where you're going to say done. Mm -hmm. you know? And that's very important. That's very important. I think a lot of people just, just overlook um, just working hard, man. But also, like, working hard and working smarter. You know what I'm saying? They, they both go hand in hand. Because, like, there's people that can just sit and look at these charts for ten thousands of thousands and thousands and thousands of hours and get nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So, so you got to like work smarter, have a great system in place to plan in place and, and follow through with that word because that's where that confidence and then that whole cycle starts happening. And then after that, bro, it's just rinse and repeat. Definitely. So you have anything else on this topic? I was going to say something right now, but the same thing that happened already happened. Um, I was going to say that, shoot, also that's one of the last things you said right now um like the cycle like rinsing and repeating no right before that uh the confidence in the in the plan oh i was gonna mention another thing that that i heard earlier today um this shoot I, I don't know his name i gotta look it up but he was talking about the fact uh he's a successful guy because i've seen him before in multiple, you know, um, stages talking. And this dude was saying that it's, it's just ridiculous that, like, in the 1900s, um, you know, we all know that the day is 24 hours. But mm -hmm. in the 1900s, we had to ride a horse. And I say we wanted milk or, or anything. You had to go and get on a horse and, and ride the horse for I don't know how long, get to, to the nearest town store or whatever, Buy whatever you needed to buy or hunt, like, whatever, and then come back. Like, nowadays, we literally get in the car and drive two minutes away from each of our houses and we got a supermarket. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So the point that he was trying to make is that 
with other technological advances that we have nowadays, our days are not like those 24-hour days anymore. We yeah. cannot calculate the same way. So when he starts, he said, when I start seeing my days as my days as like six hours, then I get, bro, I get four times as, I know. as, <laughs> as you got done. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Because in six hours, I get done what it takes you a whole day to do. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Because of my effectiveness. And that's like, you know, like the, the, the ability to focus on something, you know, and have, you know, that effectiveness mm -hmm. is really hard to come by. Mm -hmm. Everybody doesn't have that. Mm -hmm. But that's something that if you are able to apply it to your, you know, to your daily living, it doesn't have to be with only with business. It could be with anything, mm -hmm. you know, um, and it's going to give you so, such an advantage over everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. Think, if you get, like I said, if anybody, you know, um, they have a hard time focusing um, on something that they're working on and maybe they're working on it for, on it for six hours, but they got a, a third or a, a quarter of what you could get done in the same amount of time. But then after those six hours, they're exhausted mentally, not only physically, but mentally, which means that they need to take time to lay back, relax. Mm -hmm. um, and that is where you have the advantage because even though you're doing the same exact thing, you already got four times as much done. Yeah. So when you start, at, you know, from zero tomorrow and you're already at a full percent, uh, you know, battery already mm -hmm. from resting and doing anything else that you did the night before, then you're going to jump in to it just like that same person, but you're four steps ahead. Yep. Yeah. And then over time, the compound effect of doing that over time is crazy. Because you're way know, ahead. You're, it's, it's crazy. It's just crazy, crazy. Just think about, like, if you think about it like with actual numbers, let's say you take a hundred shots mm -hmm. and you, we both train for two hours each, mm -hmm. right? But you take a hundred shots in those two hours and I take 400 in the curse of, of one year. Yeah. Bro. How much more, how much, how, how much many more shots I've taken than you? Bro, you I know? gotta, I gotta do the the math on that. I know that that's crazy. You're four times ahead of them, essentially. Basically, yeah. And the same, and, this, and the most important part about that is that in the same amount of time. Remember, going back to Myron Golden as well. Mm -hmm. You know, he talks about how money is not measured in just the amount, but in the amount of time that it takes you to make the amount of money. Exactly. You know, because you can have that you can make a million dollars, but if it takes you, you know, 60 years, years, yeah, yeah, you know, 40 years, then you're not a millionaire. Yeah. You probably have, like, you have nothing left. Yeah. You know, you're probably in debt. Yeah. <laughs> to be yeah. Honest. But, but if you make that million dollars in a month or in a year, then you're probably, you're pretty rich, you know, compared to the, to the first person. So it, it's, it's a matter of the same thing. If, if I get done way more than you, you know, mm -hmm. because I'm putting in the work, or I'm just focusing better on what I'm getting done and I'm being more effective about it over, you know, the course of time, I'm going to have way, uh, such an advantage over you. Yep. You know what I mean? And we all got to apply that, not just think about that, but apply that to our everyday lives mm -hmm. when it comes to everything. Let's say you want to like, you know, better your relationship with your girlfriend or whatever the case might be. You don't have to do something huge every day, but yeah. just doing something really small, you know, to, to improve your relationship with her every day over time, there's going to compound a lot more than the person, than the guy that 
every month just does one big thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or tries to do one big thing every month. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When you, every week, we're taking her, we're doing like a couple of small things that are making her life easier or better. You know, she's going to notice that a lot more because you're consistent and, and constantly, you know, I don't want to say feeding her that, but <laughs> that <sounds> wrong, huh? <laughs> but but you get what I mean, right? You know, yeah. the, those little things in a, in a consistent basis mm -hmm. is going to add up more to that quote unquote big thing every month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? So that's something that people need to realize. Yeah. I agree. Um, so something kind of popped up into my head um, while you were talking. So got one more point for this video. And then if you have something else, then we'll go off that I'm too. Good, All right. We talked a lot. <laughs> yeah, we did talk a lot on this one. But um, so going back to the topic, like matching your word with your action. Um, so something that I was inspired by two weeks ago. Um, I follow Chris Johnson on uh, Instagram. He's a multimillionaire off the stock market, off real estate, off crypto, all, all these things. Kind of like the pioneer in uh, in in the Twitter world of um, you know, kind of like FinTwit and stuff like that. But um, he 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 shared a picture of his notebook like three years ago, and he wrote or not three, so like five years ago. Uh, the 2017, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? The uh, the kill list, right? And he wrote down all the goals that he were that he was gonna do in the next two years, ten goals that he was gonna accomplish, right? He was gonna check them off, boom, 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 boom. So that kind of took me aback because, like, you see this dude's life now, and he has all these mansions. Right, he has a, a a very popular Discord. You know, he, he very 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 successful in the stock market. Um, and and it all started with this big overall plan that he had so he could stay focused. So when I saw that, I was like, I gotta do that. And I told you did it. And, and I told you about it. I told a couple more people about it. So to anybody viewing this, I challenge you to write. 10 goals that you were going to hit next year and start the moment you see this video the moment like we have we're our procrastinate procrastination is the enemy of america no 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 we're not doing that so we have our 2023 goals already set um like mine they go over like financial aspects health aspects um you know stuff in my nine to five that i want to accomplish and, and things i want to learn in the data field um you know so it's like kind of like all aspects of my life that i actually want to accomplish in. um and i have these down in my notebook my notebook is open on that page every single day so i don't lose sight of that and um you know i'm, I'm trying to attack these goals every day every day little by little so i know by the end of next year, I'm gonna show Luis my notebook and I'm gonna show him exactly everything check that marks. I yep, check mark, check mark, check mark. That's it. So um I wanna kinda leave that off on a really powerful note there. Um I appreciate everybody who uh who purchased this, who supports us. Um we put a lot of time and effort into this. Hopefully I can make like a little blooper video too, which uh, I think would be pretty funny um <laughs> we, had a, we had a few moments there yeah we had a couple moments uh we forgot what he was talking about video. 
yeah yeah we we're gonna make this one full video i'm so glad we broke this thing up yes but um listen i appreciate all of you thank you so much uh luis you have any closing remarks same for me thanks to everybody that you know that supports us and that's gonna purchase this um in the near future and yeah we we were just hoping that our experiences and the stuff that we've been through um resonates with everybody and it's you know you might you know, pick up something from it that relates to you and that might help you in your trading journey, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, shout out to Alpha Pack, shout out to all the leaders, yes. man. Yes, um, I, I can I cannot say how grateful we both are. You know, I cannot speak for Sim, but I am already 100% sure that he's he feels the same exactly <laughs> 100%. Right. Um, shout, shout, I, out to shout out to everybody else in the group. You know, we're a great community and, you know, there's a lot of people in there that, you know, that we both, you know, speak to, uh, maybe not on a daily basis, but, you know. Pretty frequent. I speak to, bro, I, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. I speak to some of y'all more than, like, friends that I've had for over a decade, so. The same, bro, same. And that's nothing personal. Um, <laughs> It's just a matter of, you know, whenever you're focused on something, I feel like you need to surround yourself with people that are focused on the same things. And it's just a matter of that. Um, Whenever any of my friends are ready for you know, for doing the same, bro. I'm always going to be here for every single one of them. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, shout out to the pack. Thanks to everybody for purchasing. Shout out to Sin. He's the boy, man. Um, Love this dude, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I talk to Sin every single day, basically, bro. I let it to you. I can tell you for sure. I talk to you more than any single one of my friends. Bro. Like Yo, same, bro. I be texting the dude good morning, bro. Like, first thing, bro. Like, are you ready to smack today? Like, don't be like, who hitting you up at this time? I'm like, that's sin, bro. You should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But uh, shout out, everybody. Thank you for the support. Peace out. Yeah. Peace.